Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 335, a series I'm very excited about. Meet the team with Andrew Parr. It's part of Tell Your Best Story. This is episode seven. And uh, we're going to be introducing you to the whole team at Best Served, the people. You know how much we're about the people, the people that actually make what we do possible. I just sit here and blab on, but there's amazing people that actually make this happen. And uh, Andrew's one of those. We're going to talk to Andrew here in a moment. Uh, just want to give you an idea of what it takes for Best Serve to do what it do- does. It takes a village. It takes so many people who are so creative and so driven to bring stories about the human experience of hospitality to the forefront. And uh, Andrew, especially as somebody that uh, is a partner in this, absolutely, he and I together to make this uh, all possible. And so we're going to talk about kind of how we found each other through a pandemic and what uh, Andrew is passionate about. And so with no further ado, Andrew, I want to bring you in here. Good to see you. Jensen, good to be here. All right. So people who uh, watch the show regularly know we were doing the series Best Served Paradigm, and uh, we'll drop a link to that series in because uh, that was amazing for you and I to really dig into the business model. Uh, wanted to just introduce you and everyone. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about the fact that you know we get to meet the people that actually make it happen. And this is so indicative of what we talk about in restaurants, right? It's not just the chef who's up on stage. It needs to be the the whole team and pulling all in one direction, all those things. So I'm excited to, to have you kind of speak a little bit before we get into what it takes to, to make best serve, do what it does a uh, little background, give people some of uh, some of the personal bits. What are you into? What are you all about? Maybe some of the professional trajectory, take us wherever, uh, wherever you want to take us. Tell us a little story. Yeah, absolutely. Love telling stories. I uh, was uh, born and raised in a, uh, tiny village called Bayside on the uh, north suburban side of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Needless to say, as you can see the poster behind me, uh, still have deep ties to uh, the motherland of Wisconsin. Uh, Big fan of the 13-time world champion Green Bay Packers, (laughs) the National League Central Division leading Milwaukee Brewers, and of course, the 2020-21 reigning NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks. Sports is good in your in in your uh, alma mater, so to speak, right now. Uh, it is. I like it, it is good to be a Wisconsinite right now, or <laughs> or from Wisconsin. Wisconsin is doing big things. Uh, take us a little bit on the path, uh, professional in the hospitality industry. Give us a little bit of that trajectory, a little of that background. Absolutely. Very interesting. You know, I, um, I got into the business working my way through college and, uh, and then eventually through law school. Um, I just read today in a study by Black Box Intelligence, really interesting. Only 17% of people who go into hospitality go in with the intention of making it a long-term career. 
Wow. I was one of the 83% who didn't have that as their intention. Um, you know, worked as when I was in high school, I was a busboy, I was a dishwasher. I, you know, uh, continued to move up, server, bartender, expo, got to tell you, expo, like 100%, hands down, my favorite thing to do in a restaurant. Anytime. My favorite as well. Yeah. Love it. And uh, ended up working for a casual dining concept, Applebee's, in uh, the Arizona market. We tell a lot of Applebee's stories to each other. I got to tell you, one of my favorite stories are anytime I say, God, imagine if we did this, or could you think about a way that we could apply this, or has anybody ever done this? And Andrew will bust out an Applebee's story, and they've become uh, lore and legend, the Applebee's stories of, of past. Uh, so I love, the, I love the Applebee's stories. Awesome. And you work for a franchise group within that, that model as well, right? Yep. I work for a franchise group. And uh, then as it turned out, as Applebee's International continued to evolve, they stopped owning restaurants and everybody became a franchise. Um, but yeah, did that for like eight, nine years, uh, worked for some other casual dining concepts, got into the hotel side, worked for a group called Wine Gardener and Hammonds at a Marriott property out in Connecticut uh, did some work down in Florida. I've, you know, moved all around. Um, and, uh, my brother, Jeffrey was the, uh, he was working for Levy restaurants on the sports and entertainment side. And he came to Denver in 99 and was the opening executive chef at the Pepsi center. And he said, Andrew, you've got to get to Denver. It is amazing. And finally, 10 years later, we made it happen. He was doing a project in Golden. They needed a director of uh, food and beverage. And I made the leap and I've been here ever since. Uh, got out of day-to-day uh, -day operations about eight years ago and launched a consulting business. And uh, here we are now working together. Oh, man. So, so we met in, I'm sure, 2009. Probably you still had your bags with you as you got off, off the plane at Tag Restaurant. Yeah. And so remember that. Uh, and then, you know, we, we saw each other events and, and, and interacted and stuff. But it wasn't until actually when I launched Best Served as just an audio podcast. Andrew, was maybe episode number 10 of the first 37 episodes that were purely literally on my phone in my car often uh with just like a little headset on and, and hoodies hanging around me you've probably seen the video or hear me joke about it but you were one of those first 10 no idea what i was doing we you know just trying to make this podcast thing just to try and communicate uh you invited mark feely to be your second guest right this is an interesting the old show you would recommend acknowledge kind of an unsung hospitality hero somebody that had an impact on you and your life your career and uh, and then they would have a small segment on your episode. So I remember all of that happening. And then when the pandemic hit, uh, you wrote an article. Andrew, I can't even remember what the article is about. I just remember being moved by it enough to reach out to you and say, hey, I like where your head's at. Let's talk about stuff sometimes. What was the article that you wrote on Medium? You know, I think it's really interesting because uh, the article, as it turns out, was extremely premature but I believe that that one was called Reopening Restaurants in a Post-Pandemic World. And we're still not in a post. 
pandemic world. Yeah, there was just a couple things. I just I I didn't realize that you were a writer to that point. And then reading that, I was like, oh, he's definitely got writing chops. And it turns out that you do, and that's played a big role in what we do in Best Served. There was just a couple things that just felt and sounded different. And so it just was enough. This is why I put out content. You never know who's going to pay attention. I don't care if 14 people read it. I don't care if 2,000 people read it or 150,000 people read it. I saw it. I was moved by it enough to reach out to you. We started talking a little bit and a little bit more, a little bit more. Turned out we were so aligned. And we're like, what are we going to do during this pandemic? And I said, let's just keep trying to have us work together on more and more things. You know, now we've officially partnered up on Best Served and all of our effort is going towards this mission we have to, you know, amplify the worth and work of those that feed their community to give uh, kind of my experience of Andrew, like the, the herald of how the chief how officer i'm so why i'm so visionary and mission driven and so big picture that i forget about all the details all the time and andrew is so good at the details especially with the that operations and financial background the ability to take some of these abstract notions that we throw out there and fit them into nice neat little boxes so they're action oriented is something that I believe we've done so well and will continue to do well. So anytime you see those things that I'm talking about, Andrew is the one that is actually figuring out a way that they can become systemic in the way that we do business and the way that we treat each other. So know that, that uh, I get the opportunity to talk about it. Andrew has to figure out how to actually make it work. And so where's that come from? All that howness coming out of you of, of figuring out how to actually make these things happen. Give us a little insight on how you're able to navigate such difficult terrain, especially when I throw such wild ideas at you all the time. I, I think it comes from a couple different places. Um, certainly as a kid growing up, you know, I grew up in a household where my mom had the dining room table set a week in advance for major holidays that we were hosting for family at the house. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, my my dad also um, interesting. My dad ended up spending his career in advertising, but his undergraduate degree was in journalism. So I think that's uh, where a little of the writing spark comes from. And I also think, you know, in, in my own more adult personal experiences, having graduated uh, from law school, earning my JD, really being taught how to look at things from multiple different perspectives and not just being convinced that your perspective is the only right perspective really helps kind of sort a lot of those things out. And so we can kind of tilt things around 180, 360 degrees and really look at them from a different angle and see what's the best way to implement. Because we break everything. I have yeah. to tell everyone, like, if you see something come out from us, you're like, that is, that is, very well thought out that is thorough that is detailed that seems practical it seems simple to be able to understand how to execute that uh it's because we have to break everything our team across the board especially led by andrew is able to dissect and ask every obnoxious possible question from every possible angle and it is exhausting Yet we recognize our ability to create the framework the infrastructure that all of the creativity all of the business models, financial models, all of the stories lay over the top of is, is our actual mission. That's what we're really here to do is to be able to create that. And so just like I want to give people an idea of, of what that takes. When 
when we come up with a new idea, a new concept, a new direction that we're going to take something, something like workplaces worth working, people know, or tell your best story, kind of this series, you are very much a detail-oriented, we talk about rule follower, right? There's people that follow the rules, break the rules, and make the rules. And I'm such a make the rules person, which means I have to break all of them. Then I have to figure out if and how people might follow them. And for you, I know it's sometimes challenging because you you have historically been so good at understanding the rules better than anybody else, to follow the rules better than anybody else, to achieve and succeed within the frameworks created. And now we're turning that on its head. Give people an insight, an idea of kind of our creative and and uh, and process, I guess, behind the scenes a little bit. Yeah, I, you know, obviously it's an immense amount of back and forth and and conversation, yeah. right? And and. I mean, and sometimes we start a conversation with one intention and find some golden nugget that has nothing to do with where we started. But Those are the I, best, I, right? Right. I, I think a lot of our process is, you know, we, we look at things from kind of two different angles, either where we are and where we want to go, or sometimes we already know where we want to go. And then we have to figure out how to work backwards from there so that we can plan to get where we want to go on time. We talk about reverse engineering a lot. Yeah. Right? We're mapping to a certain destination and then we have to figure out the route from there. And I think that's something that I've so appreciated about you and I think is is valuable is because you're very much rooted in that route and understanding where we are. And I am so focused on where we're going that so often if we didn't have each other to be able to bounce back and forth we'd get stuck on either end of that spectrum so often. And so being able to connect those dots and map that route so that we have something somewhere meaningful to actually go, I think is important because too often restaurants, we're just beating our heads against the wall, right? Going through the same motions again and again and again, not understanding what the that aspirational goal is, that North Star, that vision. And then at other times we're so visionary, we're just spinning off our axis. We don't, we're floating in space and so I think that's an important aspect of where we're, where we're going. Uh, what are you most excited about right now or most challenged by right now? What is what is on your radar, on your docket that you are taking big bites of that elephant to shift this industry forward uh, that people need to know about? That's kind of your your baby, so to speak. Give, give us some insights there. I, I think the conversations right now that surround the labor shortage. Ooh, big air um, quotes for anybody listening, it, not seeing. <laughs> right. Um, you know, it, it's it's something that we've talked about regularly and that is now really making me impassioned about having these conversations early, often out loud with as many people as I will, as I can talk to. You know, I, I was talking to, uh, good friend of mine and restaurateur, Andrew Rubenstein, Rubenstein Bagels in Seattle. They are in a very exciting position. Listen, this is a company that essentially launched as a delivery only platform, uh, working out of one of Ethan Stoll's kitchens to uh, produce bagels during the pandemic, uh, then expanded service into his cafes, then opened up his first brick and mortar, getting ready to open up his second and, and we talked last week about the labor shortage and how excited he was about, uh, you know, the prospect of more applicants when some of the extended uh, benefits started to expire. Ooh, and we, we hate a, that short-sighted thinking. 
<laughs> so right? I'm sure that was a rich conversation the two of you had. Absolutely. Totally launched into workplaces worth working, you know, into wages, benefits, culture, education, into understanding that there is no shortage of people. Again, the same black box intelligence study. I, I just read it. I was so excited about reading it. 66% of the people that they surveyed who have left the industry said that if the conditions were right, they would gladly return. That's not a labor shortage. That's a culture issue at mass scale. Could not agree more. And, and take this even further because you were sending me messages and actually you're sending me uh, links and or screen grabs or whatever to posts that Andrew was making about talking about what we talk about, a job story. Why should I work with, with you? What is the culture? What is what is the job going to be? Don't sell me this hiring line cooks, $15 an hour based on experience, apply here and expect that I'm going to be moved to put in any effort with you if you won't even put in the effort to care about this who I am and telling me about what you have to offer, why you'll be a great employer of choice. And and Andrew shifted very quickly. So you did yeah. a great job very quickly and was telling stories and talking about the culture and the benefits and living wage and all these different things. Uh, obviously, I'm sure you were so excited and proud of that proud papa moment. Talk I about that him. a little bit because it was yeah. great. I, I hit them right back, like literally within probably less than 30 minutes of our, of our conversation, he was back up on Instagram stories. And, you know, to be able to see an employer telling stories about what the makeup of their team is, that they have artists, that they have actors, that they have writers, that they have, you know, like, who am I going to get to go to work with? I get to go to work with all of these different people with different interests that come together because they have a passion for bagels, but they're so much more than just who they are or what they do at work. And I think being able to tell those stories, talking about a, a perspective with empathy, understanding what people have gone through, not only for the last year and a half, but for the last 10, 20, 30, 50 years working in restaurants and flipping that script and not talking about this is what I need from you, but being able to talk about this is what I can provide for you as an employer, so significantly different and impactful. I love it. Um... I'm so, so proud of both Andrews for like that because it's easy to be jaded. I completely understand. It's easy to point fingers at the 22-year-old kid, yet we have to take responsibility and accountability. And if we want to have them be inspired to do the job, we need to inspire them to want to do the job. And so I really appreciated seeing that. And uh, yeah, we need we need a lot more of that. Let me make sure and drop links. now. An Andrew Rubenstein, Rubenstein Bagels. And any of that, we need to link that up. We need to link the the black box study up, and uh, we need to link up best served paradigm, so we can uh, check out some of those old episodes of you and I working out, working out the kinks of the industry. So much of that stuff, it's funny how much of that is still baked into what we're doing every day, and some of it we've yeah. evolved forty six times since then. So excited about that! But just wanted to take a moment. Thank you so much for. Uh, the vision that you have for what we're doing, the ability to check every single box to make sure that we can deliver on the promise that we have to, again, 
amplify the worth and work of those to feed their community. And uh, I'm so honored and excited to be on this journey with you, my friend. Thank you. And honestly, I can't tell you the amount of gratitude that I wake up with every morning knowing that I get to work with you and this incredible team that you have put together. And it's just I know it's like we're we're slapping each other's backs right now, but it's but it's that's real. okay. It's totally real. Like I am just super fortunate and I love going to work every day. And not a lot, not enough people can say that. I agree. And if we spent more time acknowledging each other and slapping each other on the back just a little bit for the commitment that we make and not just the next plate up, the next table turn, the next review, it would change a lot of hearts and minds and we we would find ourselves in a different position. So I think it's okay. We can uh, we can do a little bit of that and, and uh, show a good practice of acknowledging each other. And I, and I really appreciate that. All right, Andrew. And you got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do for this industry. So I'm going to let you go and uh, we'll talk again <laughs> in probably 10 minutes and then another 20 <laughs> minutes and five, six more times today. So everybody, Andrew Parr, it's again, our Herald of How Chief Horror Officer at uh, Best Serve. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate you. Absolutely. See you later. All right, everybody. That is it. I cannot tell you and i'm going to tell you how excited i am to continue to introduce you to the people the humans that make anything that we do possible andrew being the linchpin of all of that and so uh this series is going to continue on you're going to meet some more people very quickly kind of the core team i wanted to introduce you to first and then so many more people are coming on board uh, day after day and bringing their creativity and their authenticity and their style and their commitment to the work that we have to do for this industry. So continue to check in on that Meet the Team series. And uh, that's it. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.